there. Welcome to this podcast from Cambridge Health Tech Institute for Pax China Protein and Antibody Engineering and Development Summit, taking place this March 31st to April 2nd in Shanghai, China. I'm Mimi Langley, Senior Conference Director with CHI. We have with us today one of our speakers who will be speaking in the Face and East Display Track, Dr. John Lai, Associate Professor, Department of Biochemistry at the Albert Einstein College of Medicine. John, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me, and I look forward to the conference. Thank you, John. You recently reported a potential therapy for the Sudan Ebola virus species. Can you tell us how many species of Ebola are there? Sure. So overall, there are five species of Ebola virus, each named after the region in which they were discovered. The Zaire species is the most pathogenic, with human case fatality rates of up to 90% in large outbreaks. And this is the species that's responsible for the current epidemic in West Africa. The Sudan Ebola virus species is the focus of our more recent work, and this species is also highly pathogenic and has also caused large outbreaks in the past. In fact, prior to this current West Africa Epidemic. The largest previous outbreak was caused by Sudan in the year 2000. There are three other species called Typhorus, Reston, and Bundibugio, also in the same family of viruses, which are known more broadly as the filoviruses. Is Marburg virus, which also causes hemorrhagic fever. One thing I think it's important to point out is that it's impossible to predict which filovirus will cause the next outbreak. So, in my view, we need countermeasures for all of them. When you say countermeasures, are you talking about the standards of current antibody therapeutics against this Ebola today? So, are all these species being examined currently in terms of therapeutic treatments? Well, first, let me say that in addition to therapeutics, there are also a couple of promising vaccines in development. And vaccines and therapeutics are two different things. Vaccines would be used prophylactically in that they would be administered as a preventative measure to keep people from getting infected in the first place, and therapeutics would be used after someone has been infected. So, in my view, even if an effective vaccine can be developed, due to the sporadic nature of the outbreaks and the fact that we cannot predict which species will cause the next outbreak, we still need therapeutic options. In place. So, getting back to your question, one of the most advanced therapeutics is an antibody cocktail called ZMAP. The monoclonal antibodies in ZMAP bind and neutralize the Ebola virus glycoprotein. ZMAP was administered in several cases for the current epidemic. It's active against the Zaire species. In monkeys, ZMAP is able to protect up to five days post-exposure. But while there are many potential antibodies for the Zaire Ebola virus species. That could be used to develop therapeutic cocktails like ZMAP. There aren't as many for other species, including Sudan, which, as we said, is also highly pathogenic and cause large outbreaks. Generally, the antibodies for one species are not effective against the others, and so we really need to develop new antibodies for other Ebola species. In addition, there are no cross-neutralizing antibody cocktails, which would be capable of protecting against multiple strains. These cross-neutralizing antibodies would be especially useful in cases where it is not known what species is causing a, an initial infection. Our lab is working on both of these problems, and I'll present our results at PEGS. That sounds like a lot of challenges ahead, but there's also a lot of promises. So, in your upcoming talk on synthetic antibodies for Ebola virus immunotherapy and research, can you give us a preview of what your presentation will cover, and how does this therapeutic of yours differ from those currently in the market, and how does it work? Sure. At the meeting, I'll give a brief overview of the structure and mechanism of the Ebola virus glycoprotein, and then discuss uh, over the years how we've impl implemented synthetic antibody technology in phage display to identify non. 
Bravo, Ebola virus antibodies. Um, specifically, I'll focus in on our Sudan therapeutics. One of the few Sudan antibodies that's out there is one called 16F6, which was identified by my collaborator, John Dye, at the United States Army Medical Research Institute of Infectious Diseases. 16F6 has very potent antiviral activity, but is a mouse antibody and is therefore of limited therapeutic utility in humans because of the potential that it would elicit a response from the human immune system. So we recently reported that we had used synthetic antibody engineering, which was developed by my collaborator, Dev Sidhu, at the University of Toronto, to essentially turn 16F6 from a mouse antibody into a fully human antibody. Uh, the resulting humanized antibodies are found to retain their potent antiviral activity against the Sudan virus, but are much more amenable to therapeutic use because of their human scaffold. Furthermore, two of our antibodies were found to provide post-exposure protection from a lethal dose of Sudan Ebola virus in mice. To our knowledge, these are the only antibodies with fully humanized scaffolds that have been demonstrated to be effective in a rodent model. We have extended this line of research to develop novel cross-neutralizing antibodies that can neutralize both Zaire and Sudan Ebola virus species in vitro. Most of these antibodies seem to work by preventing the virus from entering cells, which slows its propagation during infection. The disease pathology of Ebola stems from the virus's ability to propagate rapidly and overtake the immune system. The literature for the Zaire antibody therapeutic suggests that the antibodies keep the virus at bay during the critical first two weeks of infection, allowing the host immune system to kick in and clear the virus. We're not exactly sure how our sedan antibody therapeutics work, but it is likely it's via a similar mechanism. Well, that sounds like very exciting, very promising in terms of your therapeutics to this Ebola virus. And thank you very much for sharing the status of your novel therapeutic antibody and giving us a glimpse into your current R&D. That was John Lai, Associate Professor at the Department of Biochemistry at Albert Einstein College of Medicine. He will be speaking during the Fashion East Display Conference on Tuesday, March 31st at the upcoming Pax China Summit in Shanghai, China. If you'd like to hear him in person and to find out more about the event and the over 50 great speakers like Jonathan, please visit our website at paxsummitchina.com. That wraps up another podcast from CHI. I'm Mimi Langley. Thank you for listening.